No. Flubbing. Way. That's right, my friends. In the last 24 hours or so, CM Punk returned to WWE. Now, of course, if you watch my What Culture work, you know that I was up watching this live, the Survivor series, to do those ups and downs. And you had the logo in the corner. I'm sure you're all aware of this. When all of a sudden, it was a massive trick. Cult of Personality played, and CM Punk returned to WWE. I'm just going to tell you right now. I could not believe my eyes. So I did just want to sit down and talk about this. And of course, you can check out more of my wrestling conversations on my pro wrestling podcast, Simon's Pro Wrestling Show, and of course, over at What Culture Wrestling. But it's just one of those things that makes me love sports entertainment or whatever the hell you want to call it. Because I'm also a massive boxing fan. Very weird way to start this chat. One of the most frustrating things, especially about heavyweight boxing, is you don't get... Anthony Joshua versus Tyson Fury. You don't get Deontay Walter versus Anthony Joshua or whoever, right? We only just got Usyk versus Fury in the calendar and who even knows what's going to happen there. And if you're like me, you do become a negative Nancy. Like, oh, someone's going to pull out or there's going to be some kind of shenanigans and we'll never get around to it. But I understand it's two completely different fields. But with professional wrestling, even after what happened in 2014 when CM Punk left and everything that happened in AEW even only six months ago, somehow wrestling always finds a way to service the fans in a very particular fashion. Now, again, if you would ask me even back in 2018, let's say 2019, will CM Punk ever come back to wrestling? My gut feeling was just no. Gone out there, he'd had other successes and other things. And I know people like to rag on him for the UFC fights. He still did it though. I would much rather put myself in a position where I can look back as an old man and go, well, at least I tried to be an MMA fighter and get my ass whipped than not do it and be sat there as an old man going, well, now I don't know. I don't know what's going on. He's also done stuff for DC Comics and I think Marvel too, or maybe the other way around. And he's been an actor. Now, look, as a wrestler myself, I do understand how it gets in your veins, a la Randy Orton, who also returned looking so damn jacked. We're going to have to do a video on that. And he probably found his passion for it again. But even after he had left All Elite Wrestling again earlier in the year, I never thought he'd go back to WWE. Because don't forget the two polar opposites when he did leave a decade ago was that he'd fallen out with Triple H and Triple H had fallen out with him. To the point, Vince McMahon, who was still in charge at the time, of course he was, said at WrestleMania 30, would it have been? Yeah, because that was the Daniel Bryan one. I want to do Triple H versus CM Punk. CM Punk has gone the record and he turned to Triple H and said, sorry, not interested in that. And then a couple of days later, he had walked out. Now, I actually thought Paul Levesque, as we'll call him, because, you know, I do want to differentiate between the two characters and the human being. When he was talking in the post-Survivor Series press conference, one of his most interesting factoids, I suppose, was, you know, we should all be very different people to where we were, you know, back then. And he's been through a lot as well. I mean, he essentially almost died. If you've heard his podcast with Ariel Hawani, the heart issue he had was absolutely terrifying. And thank goodness he is still here. And I probably think that would give you a new perspective on life. And this kind of ties into a video that I am going to do on what culture. I think Triple H has just put himself in an incredible position because he is in charge of creative now. Again, Endeavor has come in and we formed this TKO group. And now it's, you know, Mr. Levesque, you go and do your thing. And in one fell swoop, he's proven that he's going to continue on the whole never say never in wrestling. And this was the one that I always thought was going to be never. So now anybody can come back, literally anybody. But he's done that right. He secured that. He's also cemented, I suppose, a bunch of fan faithfulness because now you have a bunch of people going like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he did it, Triple H, you're the best. And also he just can't lose because the debate now is, well, what if CM Punk kicks off like he did before? I'll talk about that in one second as well. Well, Triple H can just fire him. He doesn't care. WWE's business is booming. And I suppose if we do want to get a little bit silly about it, if there is any past animosity that he hasn't been able to get over, he gets to go CM Punk. I don't like the way you're behaving. 
and he's gone. I don't think anyone is then going to point the finger at Triple H going, oh, I told you so. So what? He kicked the person out the door. Look how many stars WWE has at the moment. It's one of the best things they've done in 2023. There's Cody Rhodes. It's obviously Roman Reigns. Seth Rollins is a big deal. Randy Orton here. He's a massive deal. Damian Priest is going to be a massive deal. Like, we could do this all day long. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, blah, blah, blah. Of course, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch. I don't want to get into a list of wrestlers here. But the it's not really based on an individual anymore. I mean, of course, Roman's at the very top, but they have so much depth. It's absolutely incredible. So if he does step a foot out of line, Triple H just goes, right, there's the door. I don't need to deal with you anymore. And onwards we go. Of course, this then leads into people saying, oh, CM Punk is a massive hypocrite. And well, you are allowed to be a hypocrite. Like This is something that you're allowed to do. But also, I do, I do like to think that WWE now is a very different company to how it was back then. And also, show me anyone that would be in a similar position. And he's probably being paid, what, $3 million, $4 million a year? I have no idea. I'm just completely speculating and guessing. But it's going to be a hell of a lot of money. I don't think there's many individuals out there that go, oh, no, I can't possibly do that because Twitter will call me a hypocrite. That's just not how the world works. And I like to look at these things from a fan perspective because I am a fan first and foremost. That doesn't mean I don't find the backstage just fascinating. Of course I do. I basically made my life all about that. But predominantly it's what's happening in front of the camera and then it's sort of everything else is going on behind it that kind of cements your fandom, I suppose, for lack of a better term. But all of a sudden it opens all of these doors and it feels like the first few we're going to do is Seth Rollins versus CM Punk. And that gets me so damn excited because Seth Rollins has said certain things about Phil Brooks in the past. He's such a consummate professional and he's such a damn good professional wrestler and he's such a WWE guy. You know that he'll sit down probably, again, speculation for me, and have a chat with Triple H and be like, yeah, I'll do whatever you want to do, boss, because I get it and I get what's best for business. I would try and set it up so that night one at WrestleMania 40 is now CM Punk versus Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. No idea who wins, no idea who loses. But again, as a fan, that gets me so damn excited. I do push all the controversy to one side because I want to see what's going to happen. And this can continue on as well. I don't think that CM Punk needs to be the World Heavyweight Champion. In fact, I'd probably have Seth Rollins win because I think that really cements his run over 2023 into 2024. But it's kind of irrelevant. But coming out of that, there's so many other things you can do. Imagine we now do Cody Rhodes versus CM Punk in a WWE ring. If I told you that even four years ago, you would have slapped my face and said, Simon, stop being a bald liar. And you probably would have been absolutely correct. CM Punk versus Kevin Owens. There's stories there that you can look into. Same with Sami Zayn. And of course, there's the big one, CM Punk versus Roman Reigns. Now, when they do clash, because I assume, you know, WWE wants to make a bunch of money and that's how you would do it. Roman doesn't need to be the super duper whooper universal champion nine times out of 10 anymore. He can have moved on because he has someone in his brigade, <laughs> in his bloodline that has a connection with CM Punk. So even if there were other stories about how to get Paul Heyman away from our tribal chief, I would just scrap them right now. Do you know what I mean? Play the cards that you find in your hand. And if all of a sudden, once Roman has lost and Solo Sakai will turn on him, he's already lost the Usos and his last friend is Paul Heyman. And I guess in many ways, maybe this is how you turn Roman Reigns face and you would turn CM Punk heel with fantasy booking here. It turns out that Paul Heyman has returned to home. He has gone back to his former dude, his former friend CM Punk, when CM Punk had the 434 day reign or whatever the hell it was. And then maybe you can move into that for a SummerSlam, for a Survivor Series, for a Raw Rumble. Do you know what I mean? That is a massive match that is going to get people interested and it's also the way that the bloodline ends I just think that it's fantastic. And once again, that's what gets me pumped up. I can't quite believe it's even on the table. This is even before you kind of go into the, the depth of the roster that we've already talked about. Because I do think you should get the big matches out the way. Like, not in a bad way, it's just the truth of the matter. CM Punk is in the twilight of his career. So I don't think we need to stand on ceremony here, Mr. Wayne, right? Let's just do all the matches. So we mentioned Cody, Sammy, Kevin, Roman, etc., etc. But after that, would I want to see a CM Punk versus Austin Theory? Yes. I think that would help Austin Theory know it. Same with the Grayson Waller. Same with the 
Santos Escobar. Same with a Dominic Mysterio. Like, I'm deadly serious. Say with a Damian Priest. I think 2024 is going to be Damian Priest's year. And if you can put him in a program with CM Punk and he's going to learn from that, it's just going to rule. As is someone else who hasn't been spoken about at the moment, just because he is away from WWE TV. You can revisit CM Punk and Rey Mysterio. And that whole feud was built around who? Dominic. That opens the door. <laughs> <laughs> to so much madness. Once again, I just feel it deep down in my tum-tum. I'm like, yeah, I want to see it because, you know, I hate calling it this, but it's just the best way to describe it. In the world of make-believe or in the world of fiction, this is one of the reasons I love wrestling so much, I want to be able to have these matches that make no sense because if this was a quote-unquote real sport, you could probably never get here. And because you can prolong your career, it just makes sense. Even Randy Orton versus CM Punk, the fact they both returned at Survivor Series, I thought was absolutely genius because it gets you so damn excited, which actually ties into what we did at the Survivor Series too. When we started teasing, oh no, Randy's not going to be here. I was like, man, you're just going to get CM Punk chance. But they wanted CM Punk chance. So this ties into a tweet slash X that I did. It was just a joke. People got mad at me. <laughs> I was only kidding. But there are a lot of people out there right now going, I knew, I knew because I'm the best wrestling fan. <laughs> no one's a better wrestling fan than me. You didn't know. Nobody knew. And when I say nobody knew, maybe you had an inkling, but you're not an insider. But even the insiders weren't sure. I'm not going to name them. You know who they are. I respect all of them. I think they all do a great job. But they didn't know. And it's so hard in 2023 to keep a secret like that, especially with someone like CM Punk, who is just a news generator every single day. So I'm really pleased that this has happened just to address the elephant in the room, even though it's not an elephant. No, it doesn't affect AEW. Yes, they're still doing great. All in tickets, uh, all in three tickets went on sale today. And I'm sure they're going to at least sell, what, 20, 30, thousand and by the time august next year rolls around they probably sold 60 which is incredible very sadly the negative nets be like oh they sold 80 last which means you don't understand how life events works but it doesn't matter but i just think all of this is so damn cool and also if you put a gun to my head and you ask me do i think cm punk would have returned to ww without ew no i don't i think aew lit a fire under the uh, under the profession in general i think that's one of the reasons wwe was able to attach a rocket to its back because it reminded itself what it's good at and they really lent into that and the whole bloodline thing has been amazing. Quick side note too, CM Punk versus Jey Uso. Never thought I'd get to see that. I want to see it. So again, I always look at it from a fan point of view. I'm super excited. And if it does all go south, well, you know what? It will generate some more headlines. It will give us the opportunity to make some more videos. I'll do a stupid why video about it. <laughs> what culture? We'll do an ups and downs. Do you know what I mean? All of these things. And we'll just move on because that's what wrestling does. It's a cyclical thing. We move from one thing to the next thing. The 24-hour news churn gets done and whatever. There's always something, right? There's always something. Remember when, Co Remember when Cody Rhodes joined up or rejoined WWE? That was the same time that Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> came back and he got mugged off too. Just because, again, we're so excited about the brand new thing. And as I have mentioned his name, if there was any way to finally do Stone Cold versus CM Punk, which is more believable now than even it was a year ago because you know Austin came back to fight Kevin Owens, I think there's mega money in that. I remember all the stuff they did around WWE 13. I actually worked on that game. I was a PR at THQ at the time. I think it would just blow people's brains. They wouldn't even need to do much in the ring because it'd all be about the build and all be about the promos. So I'm a huge fan of this. I think it's great. I hope that all wrestling continues to do this. There's some rumors going on with Drew McIntyre. If he jumps ship to AEW, awesome. That's more reason to get excited. And I hope people continue to jump back and forth because one, it generates more money for the wrestlers and that's what it should be about. They are underpaid actually when you look into revenues overall, more from a WWE side. And two, it's good for us and I just want to enjoy myself. I have real 
real problems in my life and I don't need wrestling becoming something that I do or die over. And it's all about moments, as sounds very, very WWE, but it's true. And I've watched that CM Punk come back now, what, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times? Because I'm a massive nerd. But I like being a massive nerd. I got goosebumps when it happened. And then I was desperate just to digest as much content as I could about it because you want to share that feeling with other people. And I think that's the reason once wrestling gets in your blood, you can't get rid of it because they're very, very good at doing it. And it's also one of the best comebacks of all time. CM Punk has had two of them, maybe even three in the space of three years, which is incredible. And also, don't forget as I end this big old rant, GTA 5 came out <laughs> before GTA 6 was released. All this madness happened. And Roman Reigns probably won the championship. I don't even know what's going on with this. Going on a long time. But I'm pretty sure that Roman won the title. And it, it is true, yeah. So Roman Reigns won the title. And then CM Punk rejoined wrestling. Left wrestling. Came back to wrestling. Left wrestling. <laughs> came back to wrestling. See, it's a wonderful thing. And it makes me feel good in my tootsie toes. Now, please do like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Get the bell ding ding. So, if other videos are going live, there will be a video on the screen. Please do give it a click. Otherwise, it's grillandmind.com for Simon. You go to Simon to get 10% off. I think if you do it today, Monday, the 27th of November, it's Cyber Monday, and you'll get 30% off. But make sure you check. It's off everything, and you're still get, definitely going to get that 10. Patreon.com forward slash Simon316. Simon316 on Instagram and Twitter or X. I'm at Simon J. Miller on TikTok. Simon Miller, if you want a cameo. And I got merchandise at Pro Wrestling Tees and Samson Athletics. They will be doing. Black Friday slash Cyber Monday sales today too. So any support would rock. But otherwise, just engage with the video as much as you can. And remember, wrestling is there to entertain you. So just let it. And if something sucks, move on to something else. It really is that simple. Take care, my friends. Check out the podcast. Goodbye.